Welcome to The Sale Ring, a podcast dedicated to real estate brokers, agents, and America's top auctioneers that keep the markets moving. Join your hosts, Sean and Trina, as they talk with most successful realtors, marketing and technology experts, investors, and influencers. This show is devoted to all industry professionals looking to up their game and stay up to date. Welcome to The Sale Ring. Check out these new digs. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Very nice. Yeah. Really nice. Got like lot some of, paint fumes in the air and it's pretty nice in here. Paint fumes <laughs> and yeah. wall art and yeah. a brand new table. I yes. feel honored to be the first one at the table. Yes. And an old television. We got yeah, to uh, that we need to get rid of. <laughs> we gotta do something about the TV. Yes. For sure. Um I'm kind of excited about this though. I'm looking around at what are we going to call keep, this room? I keep touching everything on the table. It's I like know, I want it to be just and then perfect. You co- and then you complain about the fingerprints all over the table after just pawing at it. That was crazy. Did you hear all that? As you hammer on the table, it sounds like a drum set. Yeah. In here. <laughs> we'll oh, we got to. Uh, <laughs> using the table. We've got an interesting <laughs> show. Yeah, I'm, I'm not dodging the table question. I'm just, I'm just trying to... Uh, Introduce our guest yeah. today, Mr. Jim Nowak, all the way from California, IA. Oh, don't hold it against me. Yeah, he's out <laughs> here in the Midwest, and we're, uh, I think he was a little apprehensive at first, you know, we assured him that uh, we'll treat him right, you know. <laughs> little does he know. Be nice my brother, My brother-in-law lives in southern Missouri. His, his catchphrase is, we're going to treat you so many ways you're bound to like one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, that's good. That's, that's, his, that's his shtick, if you will, is treat when he meets somebody. Oh, we're going to treat that guy so many ways. He's bound to like one of them. <laughs> it's good to have you, yeah, man. It's good, good to be here. You I, are the first guest uh, in the brand in the new, new brand yeah. new studio. I Which love is the unnamed. Table. It's not Studio B anymore. We have moved down the hall. Yes. So we're, <laughs> we're eight rooms down from where we used to be. We got kicked out. Uh, I don't know about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I can't <laughs> wait till you do a video. You can show off the table. I mean, yeah. it's a really nice looking table. So the table, uh, for people that follow the sale ring on social media, that was a first pass uh, labor of love, if you will. We took, um, <clears throat> and it was kind of interesting. You can order literally anything off of Amazon yes. anymore. I'm thinking about ordering a horse or a goat off of there. A just goat? See. You're going to get a goat? Just something alive. I mean, snake. it can live at my house if you need to order a goat. Of course, anybody that knows me knows I'm not ordering a snake. That was a joke. Okay. Because I am anti-snake. Um, anti-snake. Yeah, I don't have anything against them. I, I just don't Except want them against me. Irrational fear yeah. is what you have against them. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Some of the, the worst damage I've done to myself in the woods is because of a snake. <laughs> Escaping snakes. Yeah. I got so scared one time. I saw one. I bit myself. <laughs> I thought maybe <laughs> just leave me alone. So the table, let's talk about the table. The table was a labor of love. We ordered a birch butcher block slab, just a rough slab, and it's not quite two inches. It's about an inch and three quarters thick. And we had a guy here in, in town in Kansas City with a CNC laser go and etch the logo, the sail ring logo in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then we mixed up the colors of the logo with epoxy, and we filled that in and gloss-coated the top of it. So got the stands, uh, the, the booms mm-hmm. for the microphones. We've got all the cord maintenance underneath, and, and it's got a nice industrial look. The, the pipe rack's like I'm selling the table. Anyhow, if you look at this end down here, it's uh, they've really done a great job with this. Where are you going to start the bids at? <laughs> a million. And also, when Sean says we, he means himself only. He did all of this work on his own. And it's gorgeous. I feel, I feel like Trina was there in spirit. I, well, yeah, I was probably there shaking my head like, you're wasting so much time on this table. <laughs> That's <Sean."> hilarious. <laughs> Who was it? Rodney Dangerfield, I think, had the old joke, behind every great man is a woman rolling her eyes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Hold my beer and watch this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, it was it was a lot of fun though, um, and it turned out really nice. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's kind of cool to have uh, to have our own our own get up here, our yeah. own systems in place. 
the room's painted nice. We'll uh, we'll be putting up. Go to the website. Go to the Facebook page for yep. the sale ring. Look that up on Facebook. We have some pictures of the room up there. We're still kind of doing a little remodel in here. Some carpets coming. New television. We're going to get rid of the old 800-pound Samsung TV mm -hmm. on the wall. As uh, soon as we can get enough guys in here to help lift that off the wall <laughs> and carry it out. It's, uh, it's amazing. Now, the same size television, and they literally weigh 20%. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's still not as bad as the old old flat screens that were like projector TVs that were I've a got box. an old plasma that I inherited yeah. with the house we just bought. It took... You inherited took, with that. They didn't right. want to move no, it. No, they didn't want to move it. Exactly. <laughs> Ask me, do you want this? Sure, we'll take it. Jesus, it's a beast. Uh -huh. It took me and my and my 16-year-old son to take that down the stairs. Mm -hmm. It was a nightmare. Heavy. Yeah. 16, so he's... Uh, pretty husky kid i mean he works out yeah <laughs> no <laughs> but, but i'm just saying it was just man the thing's a beast and it was only a 42 inch mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's no bigger than what that's a probably a 50 or something what did yeah. you do with it I, it is now in the basement and it is being used you know what the thing about those old plasmas is it, it doesn't matter the viewpoint you look at it it's got clear crisp yeah. screen mm -hmm. yeah well it's now in the basement the kids are using it for on the playstation and oh um, there you go nice no. video game repurposed it yeah. Darn tooting. Yeah. And when it finally quits, eventually, just flip it up on its end, make a coffee table <laughs> make it a out coffee of it. Table. <laughs> That's a plasma <laughs> TV. Remember when? Yeah. Build a box around it and make it into like one of those old dig dug machines. Put a sheet of glass over yeah. the top of yeah. the whole thing, uh -huh. you know, and make it a nice coffee table. Now, you kids get on your hovercrafts and get out of here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but it, that's the room I'm going to repurpose later for a home theater. Mm. Put in some nice lounge chairs and big screen and Very nice sound cool. system. That'd be fun. You can buy all that on Amazon too. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> so Jim, you're, you're in Kansas city. You're right outside of Kansas city, mm -hmm. uh, taking a position with United country. And obviously they're one of the sponsors of the show. <clears throat> we appreciated you coming in today and, and being on the podcast with mm -hmm. us. Let's talk a little bit about your line of work, your expertise. And, and we'll get into some, topics based on uh, just kind of what you do and what you're you're an authority on so we won't make it too drilling it's all conversational but i, I think the guests would like to know a little bit more about you so, so how'd this, you get this isn't a job interview is the no. point <laughs> sort of a job interview yeah so no i've been in the it world i was actually an electrician before i came in it oh um and i came in the it world about 15 maybe 16 years ago and Eventually landed a position with Hewlett Packard, and they became Hewlett Packard Enterprise. Mm -hmm. It's part of web development and uh, building uh, tools. It was just one of those things where I just kept learning one thing after another and making myself valuable. Uh, eventually, at some point, I heard that because I, I, you know, I could develop everything from the database to the UI. Mm -hmm. But at some point, I heard that developers make terrible user interfaces. Uh, huh, I need to learn a little bit more about that. So I looked up user interfaces. And that's kind of how I ended up here today, just making myself useful to the business, putting together tools that uh, help out the support world and the environment, and understanding how, how users use web pages. Mm -hmm. Very good. How long have you been in the business? Uh, about 15 years total. Um, I, how long have I been with the United Country? No. no. Oh, yeah. Total, total. yeah, no, about 15 about years About 15 total. minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about 15 minutes, relatively speaking. So, yeah, and it's just been, it's been a great experience. I started out as just a network guy, and it was really funny. My first job, um, I was a network guy, and coming from construction where you don't work, you don't eat, right? I yeah. mean, you, yeah. when it's either feast or famine. And I'm sitting there. Our job was literally we were being paid to sit and wait for something to break. Huh. I'm not kidding. We yeah. would get we had a had a phone that we passed around through the shifts mm -hmm. and it would have alerts on there. It had a system that was set up to send alerts to the phone. And if something broke, we would go fix it, mm -hmm. log what we did on paper logs. And I looked around and my colleague over to my right. He is managing his World of Warcraft hobby <laughs> on the clock. Nice. I am not kidding. 
And I look over to my left and he's managing his photography hobby mm-hmm. on the clock. And I'm like, the people that have the purse strings, they get a load of this. Mm-hmm. We're going to be out on our ear. So I better make myself useful and quick. Well, I noticed we were doing paper logging. So I went to, and I knew just enough about a technology, about technology to, you know, about web design and development to ask the right questions. But I didn't know anything about what I was doing. I asked my manager, I said, hey, can I get a database? He said, all right, sure. And he gave me a MySQL database. And I said, well, can that machine that sets us up, sends us alerts, can it also send alerts to a database? He said, sure, okay, yeah, it can. And he showed me where to configure that. So I set it up. Next, long story short, in the end run is, <laughs> I had a web page where if a new alert came in, it would pop up on the screen. We would go fix it, type in what we did. No more paper alerts. Nice. And that was how, that was, that was done when Ajax and Gmail was just getting started. Mm-hmm. Ajax was the key phrase in the, in the tech world. I don't know if you've heard that. It's not a cleaner in the tech world. It is a method by which communication happens. <laughs> that's the long end. Anyway, that's how I got started. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You're like uh, the the inventor of the sticky note in the digital age. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't go that far. Someone else had invented it before me. But that to say, though, that I survived a couple of layoffs with that company. Yeah. It was a sinking ship. And the the I think it was the third layoff came up. No, the day before the third layoff, a guy called me and said, hey, uh, I've got this contract position over at Hewlett Packard. Are you interested? And I said, well, I've got a day job. I've got a nine to five. Uh, what do I want with a contract? The next day, they tell me, well, Jim, your numbers come up. Okay. I called that guy up and say, hey, you bought that job. <laughs> you know, I thought about it over the night. and I'm, uh, Yeah, uh, we're good. Yeah, um, let's, let me get into that interview. <laughs> I had a, a family member that went out to Seattle at one time and worked in the technology field, and this would have been in the 90s. <clears throat> um. And he, he's from Oklahoma, you know, where m- most of my family's from. But he went out there and, and in just conversing with him about the job and the atmosphere, and I was kind of talking more about the climate and the fishing mm-hmm. and, you know, the fun stuff. But how's your job? And he goes, oh, he said, man, it's, it's treacherous out here. And I said, treacherous. And he goes, you, he said, this is a huge company, huge corporation. And he said, it's a daily occurrence where there's guys in there just boxing up somebody's stuff at a desk. You don't know day to day whether you have a job no, or it's not. No, it's true. It's high turnover and high demand. And if you, you can make a lot of money in the tech world. You really can. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, people come, you know, they, they stop their graduate program because they had invented Facebook yeah, and then they yeah. go on and make, you know, billions. Mm-hmm. But um, I got to remember to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> but it is dog eat dog. I am not kidding. So what happens is, especially in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, is that you'll have these graduates come out of college and they're just looking for a job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they will go and they'll find a job for a certain pay rate. But then they'll go to another place and they'll say, hey, I got an offer over here for this pay rate. What are you offering? Mm-hmm. And then they'll go over to the next and then the next. You don't know. if and You can if extend an offer. Yeah, you know. yeah. And then they will get that job at, a, at an exorbitant pay rate. And then the next thing you know, they're being let go and they're having to go find another job because it's just it's just a vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. It's horrid. It's really horrid. Well, you know, <clears throat> Part of what kind of intrigued me and is is we talk the three of us offline before the show. What are good topics? What do what do people want to hear about? Well, we're pre- predominantly our our listening audience has some attachment to the real estate and or the auction industry. They could be in a parallel industry like closings, uh, banker lending. They could be in a number of industries. The one consistent thing that I think all of them would um, appreciate and and find helpful is web pages mm-hmm. and their websites uh, if you're if you're an agent and you say well I don't really own the company I don't manage the website well do you have an agent website and who actually architected that agent website or if you're an auctioneer do you have an auction website and that can that could translate over to the the title industry into the banking industry into the insurance industry land development land management industry all of those companies have websites we'll uh, 
We're going to slip away and we're going to hear from our sponsors real quick. But when we come back, what I'd really like to kind of start diving into is page organization, kind of how to organize those pages. And you mentioned something earlier that I found very interesting. People don't read websites. They scan through them. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. So the way they're architected and, and you know, what we'll get into that when right we come back. So let's slip away. Let's hear from the sponsors real quick. We'll be back in, uh, in just a few minutes with more from Jim. Gotta get to clear my throat. Ever dream of owning a country estate, historic home, or lakefront property? Log on to unitedcountry.com. Would you like to retire to a home built on breathtaking acreage in the mountains? Unitedcountry.com. Ever dream of your own private hunting preserve? unitedcountry.com. Over 30,000 farm, recreational, and lifestyle properties are just a click away, helping people find their American dream for over 90 years. We will help you find yours. Log on now to unitedcountry.com and find your freedom. Thinking about selling a real estate investment, but worried about the taxes you'll have to pay? Property owners just like you have solved their tax issue with a Starker Services 1031 exchange. One call could save you a fortune in taxes. Call Starker Services today at 800-332-1031 or visit online at www.starker.com and keep the tax dollars working for you. Are you looking for heavy equipment but unsure where to start? Then you need to check out AuctionTime.com. Find great equipment has never been easier than bidding online at AuctionTime.com. What are you waiting for? Online auctions are closing every Wednesday. So register and start bidding today. AuctionTime.com, the way to buy heavy equipment. Crude oil, natural gas, coal. Buying and selling minerals is a breeze when you have the right energy professionals on your team. Mineralmarketing.com is a leading resource for America's mineral owners. Whether you're wanting to lease or sell your mineral rights, Mineral Marketing has you covered. Mineralmarketing.com, the oil and gas marketplace. And we're back in the studio with Jim Nowak. Uh, Jim, it, it, before we broke for commercials, we were talking about setting up web pages. If you have websites or web pages, you know, give me the top two or three considerations for a broker owner, for an agent, for uh, any of our listeners that are thinking about building a website or redoing their website. You know, when we moved out here, uh, my my wife and I, we were looking at a lot of sites, a lot of sites and uh advertisements for for homes Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of you know there's a lot of information on the web and basically if it's not on the web it doesn't exist yeah a lot of these sites had a lot of uh creative writing and how you know presenting the house and everything and um the one of the first things out the gate is people don't read these things Mm -mm. now now i see that now i need to clarify because eventually they might read it but you got to draw them in. Yeah. So I like to think of web pages like a novel. A novel, really? You just told me creative writing doesn't work. No, look at it this way. So when I'm reading a good Stephen King novel, which I haven't done in a long time, the first sentence of that novel, a lot of writers that will say that's the most important sentence mm-hmm. because the first sentence gets you to read to the end of the paragraph. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, the end of the paragraph, that gets you to the end to read to the end of the page. And hopefully you're drawn in enough to where you want to finish the chapter and then eventually finish the book. That's the way a, a novel works. With a web page, the way you want to do the way you want to structure it is, is understand that first, people don't read, they scan. Mm-hmm. So if they're going through your advertisement for an auction for a, for a property, you want to highlight and draw them in on these points mm-hmm. that are going to be that that are going to be pertinent mm-hmm. and important. Yeah, kind of showcase the the important stuff. Right, but you need to highlight them. You need to they need to grab the eye. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what do we use for that? You know, bullets. Bullet points are perfect for that. So, you know, if if uh, you want to showcase that this is a 4,000 square foot home, well, you put that and make sure that that's in a bullet point or 
or um, uh, a, you know, a graphic at the top, you know, four thousand square feet, you know, or and if it's five acres, you, you know, you want to highlight that. Mm-hmm. Now, where is that creative writing? Well, the creative writing is comes into play then, you know, you know where you know where they're saying things like, oh, this is a gorgeous, you know, single family home with wonderful, beautiful sunsets and great yeah. landscape, you know, whatever is in there. I mean, and that is important. Don't throw that away. But where that comes into play now is that once you've drawn them in, yeah, this is the house I want. This is the auction I want. This is what I'm looking for. Then they say, okay, let me read more. Mm-hmm. That's the novel approach, right? The first sentence draws them in. The second, you know. Yeah. So then they want to read more. Now they go into the creative writing part. And then and, and we want to set these up first for the person. Mm-hmm. But then we want to consider the search engine. Yep. The search engine optimization, which we can get to. But that's that's the that's the things to remember that they, your most of your people, most of the people, most of the page views are just people scanning. Mm-hmm. And probably it follows the 80-20, you know, the 80-20 rule, 80% of them probably just scanning. It's the 20% that are engaging. Okay. And what's going to engage them is the question, isn't it? And that is the highlights, the bullet points, the let me read more details. And then maybe even at the bottom, fill out the form and, you know, I want to set up an appointment kind of thing. Yeah. So you look at a lot of websites, Trina. Does that kind of flow with like... 100%, yeah. I mean, just looking at social media in general, um, as an example, it doesn't even have to be a full website. If I don't want to read the article that's attached to the headline, I'm I'm scrolling on by. And I mean, the same with any property or anything else. I'm looking for a specific amount of acreage in a specific neck of the woods with a specific amount of, you know bedrooms and baths and things like that and then you know if it fits that i'll click on it and be like okay what else oh okay it still doesn't have a pantry let's go to the next one whatever it is you know it kind of goes hand in hand with the idea that developers make terrible design okay real estate agents probably okay and i and i under you know we're speaking general terms here probably make terrible ads yeah advertising Uh so if they just had because their ideas like their focus their point of view is get me the sale. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just going out there. I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go find somebody. These are hard drivers, you know? So to put together that advert, that web page that advertises that property or that auction or that, or whatever, then, you know, just a few little points to help them organize that Mm -hmm. is very useful. And what what I'm getting at is that, you know, they, they, I think that a lot of agents are probably saying, well, I want to describe this as more in the best light I possibly can. Well, how would you feel if nobody ever read that? Yeah, yeah. How are you going to get people to read it if they don't know what you're writing about? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, All right. And, and yeah. so, based on that, then to get people to find it to read it, you you have to rank. Yeah. You know your your site has to be. It can't be on page eight. At, True. At Absolutely. the bottom. Absolutely. You know, the worst thing of being on page eight is being on the bottom of page eight, mm-hmm. right? So you got to rank higher. You got to get on page one. You got to get it. Uh, and and hopefully you're not on page two. If you are, you know, you're ranking higher. But let's talk about that SEO. Explain just in a nutshell SEO for the listeners and how that can, how what part that can take in the first part of this conversation of creative writing. So the th- the thing that um, I'm really cognizant of is that um, our our audience probably isn't very technically savvy, okay? And, and now again, that's generally speaking. So I want to try to break this down into the simplest terms as possible. So the first thing to realize is, again, they're not is that you have to design it for the person first, mm-hmm. okay? Even if it is top top ranking on the search engine, it, once they get there, they're just if they're just scanning and then moving on, well, then that's not mission accomplished yet. I mean, you, you really do want to draw them in. So you design it for the reader first, and then you pull out of that keywords that that want to sell. I mean, I think everybody's probably heard about SEO and keywords. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's how do you utilize those keywords? Now you want to drop them into... So, so the simplest term, this is where I was headed with this, is that the simplest way to understand SEO is that SEO is working, the search engine crawlers, they're working their hardest to be natural readers. Does that does that make sense? It does. Like, like human readers. So if you design it first for the human to read it, 
and then consider the search engine crawlers by strategically placing and highlighting your keywords, then you end up on page one of the search. Yeah. Does that does that follow? So I'm trying to break it down to as simple as possible. Okay, so the strategy is you, you have to marry the content that's going to attract somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the... Uh, the um, the hooks mm-hmm. in in the story, if you will, kind of like a, a really sexy heading or mm-hmm. or imagery or something that that's that's how they get their hooks in you. To you now have my interest. Now I want to know more. I'm going to click on the more tab and expand it so you can expound right. on what was just written. You yep. have to marry that with the content with words and phrases that people are predominantly going to be searching for on Google, correct? Yes. Now, where I was headed with that is that behind the scenes, there's a lot of technical stuff that's happening. So if you put keywords in the title of your page behind the scene, there's code that's happening, there's technical stuff that's happening that uh, will be attractive to search engines. So that is you know, a good presentation, a good... Um, format for advertising your stuff and you know like ebay has a really good format for that is very search engine friendly so in other words if you go to ebay and i'll just pick on them for an example and you say in my title this is uh the model 5720 WYSIWYG, and you just want to put it on on ebay well you put that in the title and automatically bam keywords are happening so anybody that looks up a model whatever WYSIWYG, they're going to find it so it's so in the case of property, you know, you might want to mix in there, you know, uh, pole barn, um, Vista views, I don't know, into the title somehow, make it natural. And then also use those keywords in your description mm-hmm. and in your bullet points, you know, the 4,700 square feet and things like that. Google and, and Yahoo, those search engine crawlers, again, they're trying to become natural readers. They will naturally pick up on, oh, this is... This is a serious page. They're not trying to spoof us. It's a real page. They're actually talking about the square footage and the bullet points. They're actually talking about it. Now, this is where the description comes into play. That gorgeous description you just wrote, um, the creative writing, putting those keywords in there and mixing it into the language adds to the points that helps it scale higher on the search engine. And then I would say to help the reader and probably also to help the search engine uh, crawlers put uh, make those keywords that you're trying to be, make attractive, make them bold. Mm-hmm. Mm, Highlight them and make them more prominent. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that and that helps. I think it does. That helps with attracting the the consumers, attracting the, the, the fish the, that are the, swimming by the website, where it yes, helps with SEO. Exactly. I think it helps with both mm-hmm. because I now it. To get technical, to wax a little technical, behind the scenes, if you make uh, 4,700 square feet and you've got that in your gorgeous description and you make that bold, behind the scenes, it's putting strong tags. It's a tag in HTML okay. and it's called strong. And those actually add to your points on your SEO if they're, you know, if they're good keywords. Gotcha. So uh, there's another way of making things bold and it's just a B tag for bold. Those are there if you just want the reader, you know, you don't really care about the keywords. Um, but I, it helps both. So now we've got someone scanning the page and they come across your creative writing and they say, oh, yeah, all of the points are there. Checking off all the lists. It's all there. I want the views. I want the 4,700 square feet. I want, I want, oh, yeah, it's all there. And they're just not, they're, they still haven't read your paragraph. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're still scanning. Yeah. And then they go down to the bullet points and they're still scanning. Okay, now, well, I got to read this to my wife now. Mm-hmm. Hey, honey, check this out. And now they're reading your creative writing. Mm-hmm. You see, again, that's that novel idea. The first sentence draws you into the paragraph, draws you into the page. One of the things that I saw in this bullet, <clears throat> I didn't fully understand it, uh, because we've, we've talked about you know highlighting, bullet points, things like that, empathy. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is how I think I've landed where I'm at. Empathy in that when someone, when you're putting together an advertisement for anything, when you're putting together a web page for anything, empathize with the user. Try to put yourself 
in the user's shoes as they're looking at your page. If you have to get up, walk away, make a cup of coffee. All right, you've made your page, all right? You've, you've done everything. Get up, walk away, make a cup of coffee. Try to look at it with fresh eyes as a user. And you might find that you change things around a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because you were doing it as a realtor agent before or a, you know, whatever your role is. But now try to put on those customer, those user, those client shoes and take a fresh look at it and see what you find. Interesting. So the thing is, what studies have shown, and I've looked at quite a few studies on this. What studies have shown is that the top left corner of a web page is prime real estate. Mm-hmm. Okay. The bottom right corner is where they end. Yeah. Okay. So a person will scan the page from the top left down to the bottom right. Similar to how we read. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then especially in the West, I think in the East, they... It's the opposite. It's the opposite. Yeah. Um, further studies, though, have proven that it actually works more like a... Oh, gosh, what is that formula? But it's in a the Fibonacci kind of a, formula. The Fibonacci, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a Fibonacci. It goes in what? A, no kidding. Random info. I've told you this before about myself. <laughs> Trina Turner, ladies and gentlemen, coming out of left field. <laughs> it's the Fibonacci. The Fibonacci formula. And then further studies okay. have nicely shown, played. Further <laughs> studies have shown that they will. So they top left is prime real estate. Okay. And then they scan down to the right in the Fibonacci. So if they if they stop stop it, start. I wish it was on video. You could see how I'm doing this yeah. in the air. So picture like a snail shell. Snail shell. There you go. Is the is what formula we're talking so about? So you top, start the top. Left. Jim, thanks for coming in. I'm I'm going to talk to Trina and wrap this up because she's we're getting all the Fibonacci stuff from yeah. her, man. So yeah. you start in the top left, and then you, they will scan down and to the right. If they don't find what they're looking for, well, then they circle back around towards the top, but not mm-hmm. quite. And then they'll and keep scanning, keep, and then it just gets in a smaller. Spiral. Yeah, in a that's spiral. interesting. Uh-huh. Now, that's how like nature grows things too. That's why. That's why we have that pattern just so naturally. I have never heard that before. Further studies, though, <laughs> have shown that if they're scanning again from the top left down down, if they find that text box they were looking for, they will stop. They'll fill out the text box, get to the end of the text box, and start scanning again okay. mm-hmm. in the same pattern. It's really fascinating stuff. So so if you can look at the screen, the point of view then, the bottom line is this. The top left corner is prime real estate. That's where you want your biggest, most important keywords this is in the top left corner. Okay. As best as you can. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, understand too, the web pages are segmented. Uh, the top left corner, meaning not the very top left corner, but the top left corner of your content. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And then that's prime real estate. The top right corner is kind of subprime real estate, if I can use that in a, yeah, you know, in this in this setting. So that is information you want to put in there that might be important to the user if they look for it. All right. They need to know that it's there. It's there. I can find it if I want it kind of information. Gotcha. And then the bottom right corner is your call to action. Okay. So that is where you say, if you, now, want, is it, you when, want more When you're talking about that, is that on the visual screen, like yes. above the fold? Um, it can be. So there's, there's a lot of... Dis- because some of these web pages are super long. Oh, I know. You know, they're, they're yeah. getting really ridiculously long. And if you have to go to the bottom right corner... That could be three or four scrolls on the mouse, right? You know, clicking the or hitting the the wheel on the mouse to scroll all the way down. It's true, and there's a lot of back and forth on this. And I I like to fall into the camp again of the novel. So if if you've got me hooked to where I'm reading the first page, yeah, page, page and they call it above the fold, below <clears throat> the fold, you know, on a web page. Yes, sir. And if you've got me hooked, well, then I might scroll and see the rest. Okay, but it's that. Above the fold, that's a really valid point. It's above the fold that's where the most important stuff is. And and then you've got the call to action. If you put that in the bottom right, that's where you put. And above the fold would be a great place to put that if, uh, unless you can draw them in even deeper. Mm-hmm. But that's where you put, hey, contact me about this property, this item, this whatever. 
you know, you want more information, boom, you know, that kind of thing. A lot of great content yeah. today in the show. Yeah. <laughs> and weird surprises. Above the folds. The golden Art. ratio, Fibonacci. Yes. Fibonacci. <laughs> Trina coming in just all the way out of left field. She's just come running in with Fibonacci's rule. To, yeah. Here's what a snail looks like on your webpage. <laughs> Follow it, shell. Yeah. That is some of the most fascinating stuff. Oh, that I've, yeah. I've never that heard that before, and I like to think that I am a tremendously talented table builder. So, <laughs> let's, you did not use Fibonacci you did not table, use. though, that's for sure. <laughs> I used a lot of other words, I'll guarantee you that. <laughs> a lot of other. Uh, we're going to slip away. We're going to hear from the sponsors one more time. We'll be back uh, with uh, the Fibonacci twins here in just a few minutes. <laughs> Ever dream of owning a country estate, yeah, like historic home, or lakefront property? Log on to unitedcountry.com. Would you like to retire to a home built on breathtaking acreage in the mountains? Unitedcountry.com. Ever dream of your own private hunting preserve? UnitedCountry.com. Over 30,000 farm, recreational, and lifestyle properties are just a click away, helping people find their American dream for over 90 years. We will help you find yours. Log on now to UnitedCountry.com and find your freedom. Thinking about selling a real estate investment, but worried about the taxes you'll have to pay? Property owners just like you have solved their tax issue with a Starker Services 1031 exchange. One call could save you a fortune in taxes. Call Starker Services today at 800-332-1031 or visit online at www.starker.com and keep the tax dollars working for you. Are you looking for heavy equipment but unsure where to start? Then you need to check out AuctionTime.com. Buying great equipment has never been easier than bidding online at AuctionTime.com. What are you waiting for? Online auctions are closing every Wednesday. So register and start bidding today. AuctionTime.com, the way to buy heavy equipment. Crude oil, natural gas, coal. Buying and selling minerals is a breeze when you have the right energy professionals on your team. Mineralmarketing.com is a leading resource for America's mineral owners. Whether you're wanting to lease or sell your mineral rights, Mineral Marketing has you covered. Mineralmarketing.com, the oil and gas marketplace. And we're back in the studio with Jim Nowak um, and uh, and Trina Turner, special guest star here with a bunch of uh, a bunch of knowledge. We were talking while the commercials were running. We were talking about the Fibonacci. Am I saying that yeah. correctly? Yeah, Fibonacci. Guys? Yeah, uh -huh. I've never heard of that before, but apparently, say tell. So tell the audience what you were just talking about, like in nature and in science, how everything it's, seems so to follow that pattern. If you look at like a flower petal or sunflower seeds or uh, like pine cones, if you look at them straight on, they all have this weird spiral. Well, the spiral follows a specific formula that Jim and I were talking about on break. He knows the formula. I don't know that, but I do know that it follows... Everything in nature follows this weird spiral growth pattern um, from everything from flower petals and pine cones up to like the galaxies that you see. They all follow the same formula. So it doesn't matter what the size is, the, the spiral arm is going to be the same length based on that formula. So it can go down to, you know, millimeters up to, you know, galaxy size. So, but it's the same formula. So that, that spiral is going to be exactly the same formula as it is in a pine cone in a galaxy i find this stuff highly interesting yeah. i have never heard that mm -hmm. um that's it's really rationale. fascinating yeah it really is I, you even look at a face of a uh, of a sunflower <laughs> yeah and it's got the fibonacci uh, waves in it it's, yeah. it's really fascinating so i want to switch topics Sorry. i want to talk no 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 <laughs> you're this is great there, yeah. this stuff. is great um but i want to switch topics and talk about something that I have been active um, nationally as an auctioneer. I'll pick that industry. The real estate industry trended. They followed this also. We got really hot and heavy on QR codes several years ago. That uh -huh. was like the, uh, you know, that's big, that was yeah. the Fibonacci of its time, right? <laughs> so, but the reality is, is people just got behind this and it's like, oh, we've revolutionized everything. But there is a sense 
to what's going on because now whether you believe that they're relevant or not, there's been an emergence or a pre a secondary a resurgence. Thank you of QR codes. Absolutely. Here's um, something I read from TearSheet. I, I look at industry news, you know, about daily and. Tearsheet wrote this article, uh, came out March 18th, 2020 was the year of the QR code adoption, 2021 will be the explosion, QR codes continue to climb in popularity. So a couple of the, the, the key takeaways from this, past three months of market, uh, the past three month mark of 2021, we're still seeing QR codes grow in popularity. But how's the payment method, excuse me, how this payment method will expand continues to leave the future of QR codes kind of blurry. So if you're still trying to second guess it, where I'm going with this statement, and we'll we'll talk about it in the real estate and the auction industry, Mm -hmm. primarily on flyers, materials going out, and signage. Mm -hmm. Those being the two primary uh, points, initial points of contact with a consumer that's trying to engage with the company or with a property. Where we're training the consumer right now, though, is during COVID-19. Look at any restaurant that you go into. They've stopped handing out menus. Mm -hmm. Now you click on a QR code and people are like, oh, I remember those. Just when I was telling my wife and my kids, no, we're going to leave the mobile devices in the car. They throw this (laughs) at us. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody go to the car and get my phone so we can eat. So we can order something. But the reality is even smartphone devices... Um, there was one and I had to look it up again. It was called quick mark. And that was back in the day, this several years ago when we were all getting excited about QR codes, I had to download an app called Mm quick mark. And the minute that you took a picture of a QR code, it's like quick mark and made this weird noise. (laughs) And then it would take you to the website. It would open it up and you had to click on it. Well, smartphones now, you don't even have to take a picture of it. You just hold it over the QR code, and it automatically produces the URL at the top of the Mm -hmm. page. You dive right into your menu. Or, I said we were going to dovetail into real estate. estate You go into that listing on a real estate website. You go into that specific auction or that item on an auction site. What's your thoughts about that? Well, first of all, right out the gate, I don't think a lot of people realize they can create their own. Yeah. You all you have to do is go online, go to Google, go to Yahoo and type in um, make my QR code or something like that. And you can find a um, uh, a website that'll design one for you, there's build it for you. A, there's actually an app for that that's a QR code maker. It doesn't mm-hmm. surprise yeah. me. <clears throat> Sorry. Um so uh it's really, really strange. I remember a few years ago you started seeing them pop up on sides of trucks, you know, mm-hmm. things like that, but then it just kind of fell into disfavor. And I thought, why? I mean, this is like the quintessential connection between, uh, you know, the physical world and the digital world. Mm-hmm. Boom. You know, I mean, but now that our, all of our cell phones are really updated to, to suck in these QR codes, it's just fascinating. I think it's just a revolution. I just think it's kind of clunky. I'm the opposite. I don't think I'll really ever have much use for QR codes as a consumer. I mean, I can just go to whatever website if I want to find more. And Jim mentioned, you know, on the side of a truck, who's going to get their phone out while they're driving? No, that's and true. like, you know, <laughs> that's true. That's why like, I didn't work or out so if well. you're sitting at the restaurant, you can just Google 54th street or wherever you are and find what you want without having to scan it in and, you know, go through two extra steps to get there. But you see now what can happen, what we're realizing is that on a side of a property, we can hold up a sign saying, Hey, auction here. Yeah, and, but again, and someone can, hey, you know, I want more information. And then they go and they scan the QR code. I don't know. I feel like as a consumer looking at property, which I've been doing for way too long now, <laughs> I'm not going and looking at science. I'm not looking for science. I'm finding what I want online and then going to the property. I'm doing it the opposite of what you're suggesting. Like, I'm expecting to find it online before I drive anywhere. Yeah. I'm That's not true. going and finding a sign, I which I say that. And then I texted Sean about seeing one of his signs this weekend, but <laughs> that was just a fluke. But I wasn't well, looking for that property by I any think means. There's, I think there's more people that do that than, than maybe we realize. That's and true. the other thing that it allows is you go to the websites. Not all websites are created equal. Oh, no. no. Some yeah. are very clunky. They're very hard to navigate. And you just basically you get, they have this, 
they spent a bunch of money and time creating imagery and stuff on the homepage and said, no, oh, this is, looks really cool. This is great. How do I find a property? I'm yeah. lost. I, yeah. Oh, it's all the way up in the top right. You know, you, yeah. you in, gotta. In the subprime real estate. Yeah, on, you got to go to that subprime, <laughs> subprime area and you've got to click on a little bitty button and a menu drops down mm-hmm. and, and it's like the fourth thing on the menu. So in my opinion, if you're in the real estate business, if you're in the auction business, that website's not architected yeah. properly because the only reason they want to go to the website most of the time is to find a listing or an auction. Even contacting you can be secondary. It should be easy to find oh, yeah. the contact. Mm-hmm. But those two things should be the most prevalent on the website. Yeah, you know, and we're kind of dovetailing a little bit into back into web pages. Um, I have a philosophy on web pages. If you have to explain how to use it, it's not built right. Nope. Yep. I, I mean, that, that's not a bad philosophy. <laughs> just, well, and as a consumer, if I need to be explained how to work it, I'm just not going to waste my time. I'll go somewhere else. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've, I've worked with teams that was like, well, we need a manual for our web tool. No, you need to redesign <laughs> your web tool. Yeah. But, it, but the thing is, though, and, and then to bring it back to QR codes, I think the first uh, insurgence, if you will, on QR codes uh, that was like an introduction. Now we here we are a few years later, and they've made a resurgence. And I think now the what's benefited now from their, this resurgence is that now the community has been educated on as yeah. to how to use we're these familiar web QR enough codes. With it we're now, yeah. with it. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And where I was going with that earlier comment is it allows you, even on easily navigable websites or difficult to navigate websites, it allows you to drill all the way into that specific property and bypass everything and say, oh, where's my phone? If I can just hover the camera over it and it pops up a URL, and the URL's not just to the website, it's to To the the property on the website. Now I'm sitting in my car window and you've shortened up three or four clicks for me. You've made it a lot simpler and said, oh, okay, here's the the price, here's the contact info. Well, the same thing. And I don't have to do a lot of thinking and a lot of clicking around in the website to get access to what I'm looking for. And the same thing can be done on the back of your business card too. It'll it'll take me to, it'll take, you know, you hand out this business card, it takes me straight to the agent's website mm-hmm. yes sir and then they can learn more about the agent from there i mean there's there's so many uses for it, it like i said it is that connection physical world and i understand it, it not not everybody's gonna use them and that's, yeah. f- that's fine it's just another avenue yeah well it's uh apparently it's starting to make a resurgence i think mm-hmm. that it is. is uh something that uh thank you covid19 <laughs> virus for for you know shutting and and shutting down and limiting the amount of business that restaurants can take in. And, oh, by the way, um, we can't just hand menus from one person to the next because yeah. we're spreading an illness or a sickness. So um, get your phone out. Scan that. What we're really doing is we're conditioning the American consumer out there to go back to a QR code, which mm-hmm. has solved a problem. Uh, I think that we're, I think that conditioning effect we're going to see translate over into real estate and auctions. I think it's pretty hot. Uh, and it's just going to get hotter. I mean, it, back when they first came out, I saw the value of it. I was like, man, that is amazing. Now, it, and, and now I'm just like, finally, it's getting caught. You know, people are catching up to the idea. Hey, this really is useful. Very cool. Great information. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still don't agree. I think they need to have more tools behind them to be relevant to me like as far as shopping and things like that i would need like three extra things involved for me to go to the trouble of using one honestly otherwise i've already searched for what i'm looking for and found it and i'm going direct to that site without a qr and that that makes sense i mean that's that's the way you you have used the technology Uh, that works for you Uh, i'm just saying this is another avenue yeah, that's all it is. These millennials are all alike. <laughs> Listen, like if I could find, if I could go to Target right now and find a shirt, and I could scan a QR code, and that QR code told me, oh, it's on sale at these eight other stores. This same shirt. Yeah, I would use the shit out of that. Sorry for my <laughs> language, but okay. as far as like pulling up to a sign in a yard and scanning, no, who's to say that QR code doesn't exist? And that would be the yeah. so if there's well, that's a what I'm saying. I mean, if, if there's it does, a site, I'm not aware of if it, there's so. a site out here. Uh, in in the industry that actually takes all of that type of shirt Mm -hmm. and it looks at eight different venues where it's being purchased and flushes out the the cheapest price or the best quality or whatever 
How else would you do that in one click on the phone without a QR code? Well, you wouldn't. But that would be the mechanism for it. That's the value of a QR code to me as a consumer. If it doesn't do extra things, I may as well just go to that website that is saying I should go to in the first place. So, I mean, a QR code versus a website, that's all we're looking at at this point. Got it. Well, I think them. it's coming. I think they've solved I mean, the problem for here, you. I'll, I'll we just it. sold you on QR codes. <laughs> I've seen whole and fib- in the future cards. in and five fib- years and Fibonacci <laughs> and Fibonacci. Your yes. whole business card can actually be designed into a QR code with yeah. your name, your address, your phone number, um, and and your home web address. It doesn't have to be just at one URL. That's it, right. It can actually be a whole business card in that information. It's, it's there's a lot you can do with it. The other thing that I find unique is QR codes don't have to necessarily look like the traditional square, QR. Yeah. It could be a barcode. Uh, it could be a, ser- a series of numbers and letters. And it's almost like installing a hyperlink in mm-hmm. something, which, you know, hyperlinks don't have to be long drawn out hyperlinks. You can take text, as you know, Jim, yeah. and you can highlight the text and embed the hyperlink mm-hmm. in it, which is essentially what a QR code's doing. It, yeah, with an image. With an image. Right. And, yeah. and you can even uh, hide those QR codes in, inside of a larger image mm. and, and oh. they can still be found. Now it's, we're getting into like the freaky stuff. We're getting stuff. into yeah. some CIA. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that may be podcast number two right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, I'll tell you what, this has been a great show and we really appreciate you coming into the studio, mm-hmm. into the brand new studio. Brand uh, new. You're, you're the first guest on the new table in here. We didn't so even break any champagne over this thing. We haven't yet. <laughs> We haven't yet. We uh, we've got some uh, Miller High Life maybe out there. So. Miller High Life. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of uh, the podcast show. But we look forward to seeing you next time inside. Wow, I just muted myself inside the sale ring. Take care. For today's show. To access all resources and links mentioned in today's show, head over to www.thesalering.com now. We appreciate your feedback and encourage you to share the show with other industry pros like yourself. Join us next time as we meet you inside the sale ring.